What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the third episode of the Six Borough Wrestling Podcast. My name, again, is Lockwood Rafarispo. My name is the Cross County Kid, the mouth of the South Hudson, and we are the bad guys of podcasting. We are the bad guys, and Greg is badder because he's got two nicknames now. Yep. I gotta come yeah, up with I another one. Buddy. I told you. I gotta come every, up with another one. I told you every week the list is gonna grow. The list is gonna grow. Yep. So, you, so you have the bad boys of the podcast mm-hmm. world. Yep. That's that's our moniker now. I guess yes. that's a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I like that surprise. Exactly. I guess. Yeah. All right, you guys. We got a good show lined up today. Uh, we're actually gonna talk about a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that's happened in the in the podcast world. Uh, in in the wrestling world, um, uh, it's an anniversary today, uh, or not today, no, 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 but Monday. This past Monday was an anniversary. We'll get to that in a minute. Where that's going to be our meat and potatoes of the show. But uh, we would like to start by acknowledging some of our uh, our people exactly. that well, have reached wanted, out to us. Actually, I wanted to start with uh, talking about uh, your shirt that you're currently wearing. Oh yeah, you because, like my uh, you like wearing my, the uh, Waylon Mercer shirt. Waylon Mercy. It actually, looks <laughs> Mercy. That's Mercy. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's looks another, like I got you on, on you for another one, huh? Exactly. Looks like uh, Waylon Mercy and Jinder Mahal at a yeah. little child. Yeah. Well, you know, it's better than your shirt that you're wearing. Yeah. Yeah. You know how much I hate the young bucks. Yeah, though. that's why I wear it. Yeah, it's yeah. a piece of crap over here. Uh-huh. My my. By the way, there's a nice little change of setting here. I, this is not my kitchen table. No. This is not my. This is not my kitchen. Yep. This is a different environment, but we're still having the same technical difficulties yeah, always, as if we were in the original environment. So, guys, just a little, just a little note. We're we're really trying our best to get like official here with you know headphones and microphones and programs and recording tracks and you know we're we, three weeks in now and we're right back to our phone yep <laughs> with a with a little i home for our music player and you know what hey it got we got a lot of good re- reviews for our first show yep not a lot of people listen to our second show a lot of people say that they still have to get on it I don't blame you. It's two hours long. You don't have that much time to listen to it. But if you get a chance to, you should because it was a fun one. We crowned the king of the ring, Braun Strowman. And, uh, you know, it was a fun – it was a good time. We also uh, – Well, we didn't crown a king of the ring well, because I wouldn't have picked his sorry ass. No, we, we, we let WWE 2K19 crown, crown the king of the ring. But we also uh, drank a lot of Yonkers brew, Brewing uh, 914 – that's right. And um, we actually got a couple of likes on our Facebook page today from Yonkers Brewing Company. So we want to shout them out and say thank you very much for liking our post. Um, and, um, uh, you know, hopefully we can we can set up something where we can work work together a little bit, right? That's right. Because we actually enjoyed your beer. Maybe a little too much. Cause yeah, think, yeah. Uh, it was a good – It was, it was good... kind of funny because uh, for the first – Half of the show, Ralph was kind of carrying me because I was a little yeah. feeling those beers. And, yeah, then, and then at the end of the show, I was carrying Ralph because he was falling asleep because it was about 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. in the morning. And I caught a second. I caught a second win. I caught a second win. Yeah. So anyway, uh, what I think we also should do is shout a couple of people that we know out that reached out to us for the podcast. And uh, I want to take this opportunity to say hey to... Darren, uh, my 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 mate from from England, 
likes the show. Thought the audio, you know, was good despite us thinking the audio was a little too loud over over uh, our voices. So we're gonna work on that. But Darren, Darren liked the show. Uh, Rich and Frank, they they actually started listening. They started listening to the first show out in uh, Yonkers. Big what's up to my man's Rich and Frank. And then I have to uh, uh, shout out my buddy Bill, Bill McDonald. Uh, he is the Bearded Beast. He owns Bearded Beast Krav Maga uh, up in Saratoga Springs, New York. And he has the Bearded Beast show on all uh, uh, podcast outlets. I was a guest on his show. Uh, he introduced me with The Undertaker music. That was a surprise. We talked about my love for wrestling. And um, we didn't get to talk about the podcast that Greg and I here uh, are on right now because we just ran out of some time. I meant to, but he shouted me out in his next episode and uh, 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 plugged our plugged our episode, uh, plugged our podcast. So, mm-hmm. so re- thank you very much, Bill. I'll be back on there. Hopefully, uh, Greg and I can come on again too, and we can talk a little bit of wrestling because he's he was a wrestling fan back in the day. Big Goldberg guy. Yeah, definitely. And uh, all the feedback and the shout-outs we appreciate because, uh, you know, if they, you know if something comes around, we can do something, you know, get a call in or, you know, if you live in the area, we can have you on the show, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we, we're looking for, like, more interaction, guests, you know, questions, stuff like that. So, so like our page, Six Borough Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. Follow us. On Twitter, at 6Boro, B-O-R-O, Wrestling. So number 6, B-O-R-O, Wrestling. Uh, follow me, at Raffanopoli, 83. R-A-F-F-A-N-A-P-O-L-I, 83. And then Greg, you can follow him at... Uh, don't follow me. Don't okay. follow Greg. Forget about Greg. Greg's a piece of shit. Cross County Kid yes, on Twitter. I'm not really a piece of shit. Forget about him anyway. Yeah. But anyways, I got a few people to shout out, yeah. I guess. Uh, first will be uh, Greg the Mailman, who actually gave Greg a call. Greg the Mailman. Yeah, he's going to retire, but he, he's... Is he really retired? Yeah, he's retired. He's retired. He's retired. Oh, I didn't know that. For yeah. you. I didn't know that. Yep. So uh, he gave me a call today, and uh, I discussed the podcast last time he came in, and uh, started telling him about the Yonkers uh, Brewing beer uh, that we drank. And uh, Greg's from Yonkers as well. Yes, the Mailman, he's from Yonkers. And he talked about listening to the podcast. So, Greg, if you're listening to us, this is the shout-out for you. And also, he called me today and told me he got some of that uh, beer from downstate, and he brought it up. So, I'm looking forward to drinking some of that. Greg, I miss you, buddy. Uh, little little backstory really quick. Uh, Greg and I – Greg, this Greg is sitting with me, Cross County Kid, Mouth of South Hudson. We, uh, we used to work together at a barber shop up in Queensbury where we're at right now. Major League Barbers. Greg is still there. I moved on to uh, my own ventures, but um, uh, Greg, Greg the mailman from Yonkers, you know, he used to come in. We'd talk all kinds of stuff, Yonkers, baseball, sports. He'd spend a couple extra minutes with us because he was just the coolest guy. So, uh, you know, just please do me a favor. Tell him I said hi, will you? No, I won't. Nah, follow, fuck you. Too. All right. <laughs> All right. Who else you shouting out? Bro? I'm shouting out my boy Brandon. He is a uh, client of mine as well. I've been uh, cutting him for uh, quite a long time now. Um, he is actually venturing into the motivational speaking world, um, doing a uh, personal coaching about, you know, bettering your life and succeeding in life. And he's actually doing a new B better boot camp um so check his page out he uh is checking out our podcast and you know promoting us so we're gonna shout him out as well um his name is brandon with a b-r-a 
E-A-S-T-M-A-N, Eastman, E-A-S-T-M-A-N, on Facebook. And his moniker is uh, Be Better. His initials, Be Better. Ah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Be Better. Yeah, yeah he's cool. a really... Uh, He's a really inspirational guy. He talks really well. He's very positive, um, always in a good mood. So uh, I, I look forward to seeing what he brings in the future. Awesome. Uh, yep. Yeah, um, you know, a couple of my friends and stuff out there and family. Uh, I got uh, Megan, who's a big fan of the show. Chris is a big fan of the show. Uh, Whitney's a good fan of the show. Uh, my boy Andrew, he's, uh, he's listening in supporting us telling us that uh, these wrestlers suck and we should talk about this and that so yeah that's cool i mean i got my family li- listening too yeah i got dan who's always uh saying he's not listening he's mm-hmm. not going to download but he yeah. listens he downloads yeah and uh you know i'm getting a lot of support from my family but we need wrestling fans so you guys who are wrestling fans do me a favor get other wrestling fans involved you know, if if anybody if anybody's around talk, talking wrestling, be like, oh, you know, my buddy, my cousin, my family, blah, blah. they do their own wrestling podcast. Promote us. Let's let's get this out. We're gonna do the work to try to get this to be a little bit bigger, and uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna try to entertain you guys. So wait a minute, I thought Dan wasn't gonna listen. To this. <clears throat> well, I mean, he's probably not. Yeah, I mean, true. I mean, he 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 is. That's the thing is, he will listen to it. Yeah, he'll listen to it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he already did listen to it. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Whatever. Enough about him. Yeah, enough. Sucker right. balls he is. All right. So let's move on. What do we right, got going get... on in the right. world of wrestling today? This shit show. All right. Well, what did we, uh, what did we all think about stomping grounds? I know I won some money. You ready to pay up? I mean, I don't remember ever wagering dollar bills, buddy. Uh, yeah, did we do that, You were out $20 the first <laughs> match of the goddamn car, if you don't count the pre-show match. I don't think we wagered money. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I don't remember that. Yeah. 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 What happened to the, to the other match? Did I double or nothing? Or? No. No, we didn't even. Uh... Dude, I don't. Re- I don't remember no, no, I wagering that money. One too. I don't remember wagering money. Yeah, Go back on the podcast. You were sleeping, so. Yeah, I was sleeping. I was. Yeah. All right, so read. Do me a favor. Read off the results real quick. Let's talk about the important shit. Yeah, the girl Becky Lynch. She defeated Lacey. Well, Evans. mind you, let me. That was the pre-show, right? No. Yeah, that was on the pre-show. Was it? I, right. I believe so. All right. Yeah. Here's the thing. I didn't see the pay-per-view. <laughs> Did you see the pay-per-view? Yeah, I watched parts of it. I didn't need to see the pay-per-view. I will see the pay-per-view. But I I heard for the card that they had, it wasn't that bad of a pay-per-view. I heard it was all right. It was okay, but it was still a shit show. All right. Well, it was a shit show because 65% of the, the, the arena was tarped off. They yeah. didn't sell any money. They didn't sell any tickets. Really? So did you not see that? So you know about tarping off the arena, but you don't know anything about the paper. Well, because stuff. because I, Rich Rich and Frank, right? Uh-huh. Rich Rich sent me a text and goes, "Holy shit, guys! Look at this." He must have uh, figured out how to like you know. I guess he looked at Twitter or something, and and someone posted half the arena was tarped off the hard camera. Yeah, like they moved people towards the hard like you know facing the hard camera so that they didn't have to go to that side of the. Of the, of the the arena with with the camera. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Well, so out of like uh, I think in like a sixteen thousand seat stadium, they they couldn't sell like thir- 
like like eleven thousand tickets or something like that. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. So they they just packed everybody in close so that they gave the effect of a you know a full uh, more of a full house. Right. Uh, what do you expect when your your card is basically a carbon copy of the you know Super Saudi Arabia show? You know. Yeah. Um, Add in some women wrestling, you know, and and the women's participating. It was almost the same thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's. I mean, the the Becky Lynch Lacey Evans match that was that was okay. Lacey Evans really does botch a lot of stuff. You could see Becky Lynch in one point. So uh, does Becky Lynch sometimes. Yeah. It's it's no, but listen, yeah. Lacey Evans. Um, there's a lot of points where Becky Lynch kind of had a look on her face like. This is not going well mm-hmm. because she's not hitting her spots. But there was actually one point in the <coughs> there was actually one point in the match where you really need to go watch where Lacey Evans wrapped Becky Lynch around the post and she grabbed her leg and her hair ponytail oh, wow. in wow. one hand yeah. and the other hand and was pulling on Something it. Something else. Kind of her a backbreaker. Oh wow. But uh, Becky Lynch ended up winning with the submission and uh, securing my twenty dollars. So I didn't uh, bet you twenty dollars. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, no, it's okay. Well, I still owe friggin' Tommy. That's yeah. another guy we didn't shout oh, out. Tommy, Tommy, yeah, you Tommy, you Tommy to listens this? to us all the yeah, time. He needs to show up to this podcast. Too. I, that's a guy I do owe twenty dollars to. Yeah. Tommy, you got your twenty dollars. I'm gonna give it to Greg tonight. Well, actually, I, I, think... du- I doubled it up in Tommy's money. So what did <laughs> you, you, you double? double, 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 double what are you talking about? No, you didn't. Yeah, Tommy, I'm giving I'm giving Greg your twenty dollars as we speak. Yeah, whatever. Right. Anyways, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeated the New Day. Who gives a shit? Um, Ricochet and there you Sam- go. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. All right. Ricochet and Samo- defeated Samoa Joe. Um, that's not your twenty dollars. That's Tommy's twenty. Yeah. You okay? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Ricochet. Ricochet, Rick- Ricochet. Ricochet did defeat Samoa Joe as for the United States Championship, which I was actually surprised about. You were because you called the Samoa Joe win. I did call it Samoa. Joe I win. called it too, though. Yeah, but but I mean, you. But what you said was Ricochet's not going to do anything. Yeah, he's going to be more of a uh, enhancement talent. Yeah. Not. No. Not to the effect as a jobber, but you know, a, uh, a highlight reel. Okay, uh, yeah. yeah, like a, like a mid card highlight reel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Someone, someone to get the crowd going for a little bit. You know, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, good but, opener. Yeah, but that did lead into something that was actually very good that we'll talk about in a little bit here. Rick Shea, new. Uh... <laughs> yeah, and actually, the ending to that was pretty cool. He did go backstage and uh, was congratulated by a few wrestlers. Um, was that on the paper? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And uh, ended with uh, being congratulated by uh, Triple H, which was kind of cool because that was cool. Triple H is the mastermind behind NXT and yeah, the big supporter yeah. of those guys. And he was a probably, big supporter of Ricochet yeah, too. You know, these guys feel like uh, you know, you know, abused children because Vince McMahon doesn't really appreciate the uh, NXT talent. The only one that the only one that uh, appreciates it is uh, Triple H, who was the. Uh, the mind behind NXT, which we thank him for that. Because without NXT, I don't even know if we watch WWE. I mean, I'll tell you what. NXT puts on a better product all the time. The uh, hometown hero, Daniel Bryan, because this was in Washington State. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, The Tacoma Dome, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Rowan defeated uh, Heavy Machinery, which I was kind of pleasantly surprised to see uh, Heavy Machinery get a little bit of uh, airtime on a pay-per-view. Um, Daniel Bryan, uh, of course, was the heel, but uh, was totally cheered. getting cheered oh, yeah, and cheered yeah, the yeah. whole time. Uh, yes, that's chance. expected when yeah. you're home. You know, when you're home, that's going to happen no matter what. I think you know. And, Agreed. 
until they start shitting on the hometown that they're that they're from, which happens a lot. Yeah, uh, decent match, worth a watch, definitely. Um, <laughs> Bailey defeated Alexa Bliss uh, with Nikki Cross in the corner of Alexa Bliss. Who gives a shit? Who cares? Um, although Alexa Bliss is definitely the probably the hottest. Mm. Probably the hottest Maybe. Uh, diva they nah, They still call them so. divas? No, they don't. they don't. Women. Women. Sorry. <laughs> I have to be uh, correct. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's this day and age. They're not divas anymore, dude. Yep. They're women. Uh, Roman Reigns uh, vindicated his loss at Super Showdown to Drew McIntyre. Mandy Rose is the hottest, by the way. All right. Debatable. That's so, wait. You, did you just say Roman Reigns won? Yeah. Yeah. What the heck, man? We'll talk about that. That segues yeah. into something right. else that's right. kind of funny. Right. Uh, my boy Kofi defeated my other boy Dolph Ziggler in a steel cage match by leaping over Dolph Ziggler when he was on his way outside the door. Of the I cage. did see that. I did see a clip of that. That yeah. was pretty inv- inventive. Um, and cool. The match was a little stale in the beginning. I think they were. They I wouldn't say handcuffed, but I think like they were fighting to kind of do things. I think they could have done a little bit more with it because they're both great wrestlers. Um, but uh, I think uh, Dolph Ziggler uh, put on a show like he always does as a good uh, contender. Well, I mean, for the world yeah, I think he should be contending for the world championship for a long time. Oh, so do I. Like, if, if honestly, I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there that have a problem now. All of a sudden, Seth Rollins and Kofi Kingston can't, can't hang. And they were all screaming for them to win the titles at WrestleMania. Now they can't hang. I have a problem with people like that, too. Like, I don't mind if. You know you're not you know you you're not happy about a product or something like that, but but don't completely turn on them once they have the title and you know you know that's what you wanted. You wanted them to to be the champ. Now let them be the champ. Let them be the you know defending champ. What do you want? Someone to win it again already? Like you want someone to win it now? They just wanted at WrestleMania. Let them have their run. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people out there that are just. Always complaining, man. Always, always complaining. And they talk about how they're the champs and, and, and you know, they're, 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 they're doing such a horrible job. And, and actually there was, a, there was a tweet out there that uh, someone had put and tagged Kevin Nash. And I think Kevin Nash actually got back to him. And he said something like, you know, it's not the, it's not the wrestler's fault for the, for the, you know, it's not the wrestlers who hold the title's fault. For the bad time in the company, it's just a bad time in the company, and they, and and they, you know, it's don't always fault whoever's on top for a bad time. You know what I mean? Because Kevin Nash, like, uh, what they say is they say in ninety four, ninety five, when Kevin Nash was a champ, the slow, the 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 down in the company, the downtime, down like, the company was down. While he was champ, so he caught the brunt of that, and they all faulted him for it. And it's not really his fault, you know, that there that that the time was 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 an unsuccessful time. It was just look at where they were, and look who their competition was, and you know now with AEW coming out and all that stuff, it's not necessarily Seth Rollins or Kofi Kingston's reign as champions' fault for this quote-unquote downtime in the company. And we say down, but these guys are making a lot of money still. Everybody complains about how, oh, there's tough times and then it's hard to deal with Vince in the back and there's, there, you know, a lot of these events are being tarped off. I guarantee you they sell out SummerSlam in, in, Tor- in uh, uh, Toronto. They will. You know what I mean? They're going to sell out. They're going to sell out, uh, you know, 
other events, bigger, more important events, and the network is making them a shit ton of money, so there's no downtime whatsoever. Like I said before, nothing's going to trump WWE. It's just a matter of there's going to be alternative out there, but nothing's ever going to take down WWE. We'll get to that. We'll get big. to that in a few minutes too. Yeah, but um, just uh, actually, funny thing. I don't know if it was on that pay per view or I heard it somewhere else because I just get all this WWE crap meshes together because it's all the same crap every goddamn every broadcast is the same matches promos everything's the same but um it was pretty funny because we were going back to what we talked about how um they didn't even really put the uh, money in the bank on brock um he could have just came in and been next in line for the world championship match because um i think it was Corey graves that stated that dolph ziggler wasn't was absent for a period of time um since royal rumble right i think it was at stomping grounds he mentioned this and he had jumped the line to become the number one contender. That's right. So if Dolph Ziggler can disappear to, from the Royal to the Royal Rumble to stomp, or uh, no, he came back when the Super Showdown. Super Showdown. Well, he came back yeah, just before couple, Super yeah, Showdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I know what you're saying. Right. Don't yeah. get technical. Like, yeah. Well, you know, you want to be right all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm always right. Yeah, you're always right. But yeah. he jumps the line and becomes number one contender. So if Dolph Ziggler can do it, why can't Brock Lesnar do it? Who's Got more power, drawing him. power, and, yeah. and, and and unfortunately, it's true. He does have more drawing power than Dolph Ziggler. It's just because he's got this big name, right? So, Dolph Ziggler, uh, Dolph Ziggler doesn't attract the 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 casual fan that that turns on the TV and just puts Sports Center on and hears about Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar attracts that fan. Dolph Ziggler won't. Dolph Ziggler is attractive to the. Um, you know, hardcore wrestling fan. You know right. what I'm saying? The casual fan who but, turns it on every now and then is going to know who who Brock Lesnar is more than Dolph Ziggler. But if anybody does deserve to just waltz right in and step into the front of the line, it is Dolph Ziggler. You know what I'm saying? He is. Um, but going back, I mean, I get the I get the concept. You want to have Brock holding the briefcase and you just never know when he's going to cash in. But we all know he's going to cash in. I like that concept, actually. It's garbage, but... No. um, You know he's going to cash in at SummerSlam. We all know that. That's the main event of SummerSlam. But, um... Again, I I get the concept, but why would they just waste that on Brock and they could have given that to, you know, Mustafa Ali or, you know, Ricochet, even though he's... Or Finn Balor. Finn Balor, yeah. Finn Balor. So, anyways, um, that was for the uh, Universal title that Brock Lesnar was going for. So, uh, he's more likely to cash in under uh, Universal Champion there, Seth Rollins. And he was next in line to uh, fight Baron Corbin. So, um, that was the main event, and the fans did not like it at all. So, um, I didn't see it. I heard about it. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was a creative, creative way to include Becky Lynch into it. You know. So what we're talking about is Lacey Evans was the um, special guest referee. There was a surprise special guest referee, and Lacey Evans was the referee. I guess to um, you know. Stacked the deck against Seth Rollins. And he couldn't beat Lacey Evans with a chair. Right. That was his big thing. He was beating right. up referees with chairs that would 
possibly referee for Baron Corbin. Right. So, um, he gets uh, low-blowed by Lacey Evans. Um, but then here comes Becky Lynch, who is a sh- shoot Seth Rollins' girlfriend. And... She comes out and saves the day, and uh, Seth Rollins wins the match. Mm. Now, um, the problem I have... I don't have a problem with that, actually. I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm not. Nah, wait. The problem I have is the absolute predictability of Monday Night Raw announcing a tag team match for the next pay-per-view Extreme Rules, which... Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch will face Lacey Evans and Baron Corbin in a winner-take-all match where both championships are on the line. That's my problem. It's so... I don't know. It's corny. It's... It's not... It's not, I don't know. It's just it doesn't strike it doesn't strike me to be like oh my gosh I got to see that match. First of all, you know how I feel about Baron Corbin. Some might say he's the best heel in the company right now. I I don't. Be, I, care, be I, careful what you say. He, he was a contender for the uh, six uh, borough king of the ring. Please, okay? please. He lost in the first round, didn't he? No, he lost in the second. round. Was it the second yeah. round? Well, he had hair at that point. Yeah. So 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 a, I'm I'm a I'm a Baron Corbin with hair fan. Yeah, but then he, Once lost, he, he lost the match. He had to shave his head. So. That's not what happened. Will you stop? <laughs> yeah, what are your thoughts no, on can, that? Are you done rambling? Yeah, go are ahead. You done rambling? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, first of all, the whole, whole card was predictable, not just that match. Um, I am tired of... I knew as soon as they had put it out there that Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch were together that they would be... Um, on air together? On air together. Yeah. And you know what that does? That turns Seth Rollins to a big softy. <laughs> He's going to start crying on TV now. Yeah. You're turning into a big softy. Maybe her shoelaces are tied too tight. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, that's my thing. Um, and it, it diminishes the Becky Lynch character, too, because I had stated that. I think it was last week in the first show. I can't remember, but... Becky Lynch needs to go back to the way she was when she first turned heel and beat the shit out of Charlotte. Uh, Becky Lynch needs to be knocked off her pedestal. I actually really do like Lacey Evans. I mean, she might botch some moves here and there, but she's got a really good promo. She knows how to cut them. She knows how, you know, she knows how to move. She knows how to play with the fans. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just think that she's a good, a good heel for to be a champion. Well, who are you really going to listen to? Somebody that watched the pay-per-view or didn't watch the pay-per-view? Well, I mean, that's fine. But I've seen Lacey Evans besides yeah. the pay-per-view, and that's how I feel. You know, I think that... Uh... So to set the stage for everybody, basically, Lacey Evans ends up changing all the rules. No count-outs, no DQs, and then ends up low-blowing Seth Rollins. And then uh, as Baron Corbin looked like he was going to get the pinfall, Becky Lynch comes out, beats the crap out of Lacey Evans, and then... Uh, Seth Rollins, of course, hits the stomp and wins the match because uh, the referee that uh, screwed Baron Corbin in the Super Showdown ended up coming out and counting the one, two, three. And then um, Seth and uh, Becky Lynch had their moment at the end and closed the show. Not a fan. Not a fan because the fans actually were chanting boring and AEW. 
Not a fan. You know, and this is boring and this sucks and everything else you can possibly think of they were chanting. I'm sure there was a CM Punk chant. I think there was actually a CM Punk chant. There had to have been. So that was Stomping Grounds. Um, You know, like I said, overall, not terrible matches, but... Well, I mean, I I heard that the the matches were okay. That's what I heard. Yeah. Now... What led into it was really good is actually um, when Ricochet was doing his... um, his photo op with his new title, he uh, got greeted by um, Gallows and Anderson and AJ Styles. And AJ Styles said that he would see him tomorrow night on Raw, which set up the main event for the following night on Raw. And actually, that is a match you need to watch. That Those two tore it up at the end. It looked like it was going to be like a screw job, and then AJ Styles called Gallows and Anderson off. And restarted the match, and they finished it strong, and definitely a watch. Here's the thing. Non-title. First. <laughs> What's the point? The point is to have a you, solid match. You and, uh, wasted that opportunity to have for a non- over a non-title match. Well, AJ Styles needs to get his bearings back. He just got back from an injury. Okay, but put the title on the line. Did Ricochet win the match? No, AJ Styles. AJ Styles won the match. We watched Raw too. I mean, I fell asleep for Raw too. (laughs) That's not the point. Put the title on the line. Let there be some sort of a schmaz at the end. Okay, they wanted to call 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 them back or something. Do a time limit. Do something where, like, you know, even if even if uh, you know, put the title on the line. Do a time limit ending where they can have another great match and leave us wanting more. They have to put AJ Styles over Ricochet at the night after Ricochet wins the, the U.S. title. Like, come on, man. That's BS2. Okay, all I'm saying is... That's that my opinion. opinion. You want my opinion on this thing? Not what? really. Well, I mean, why, why, why are we here? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that one out. I'm yeah, man. Podcasts in. Jeez. Anyways, so Run. what I'm saying is, yes, all of WWE's, with the exception of Bray Wyatt, is pretty much hot garbage at this moment hot garbage because i'm like i see the i see let, the headline let me my point. hold on a minute i'm just telling you let me tell you this and then you can finish i see the headline oh ricochet to face aj styles and i'm like whoa that's great non-title match i don't want to watch it i just don't want to watch it it's a non-title match that's why at raw the night after wrestlemania when we got to when, when we went to to, to raw Okay, and, and Sami Zayn came down and challenged anybody from the back, and out comes Finn Balor. Oh, here's Finn Balor, the brand new Intercontinental Champion. Hey, he puts the title on the line, and I popped huge for that. Because you know what? Now it means something. Oh, shit, the title's on the line too? Yeah, let's do it. Everybody expected Finn Balor to win the match, but still, there's something on the line. You never know. Unpredictable. Maybe AJ Styles would have beat him for the title. Setting up a rematch. Maybe Ricochet would win him back in the next rematch. Like, you know what I'm saying? What's the point in this non-title bullshit? Are you done? I'm done. You're done? You sure? I'm done for, I'm oh. done with that. Okay. Finish what's with, your point? I'm finished with this guy. I'm finished with this guy, but what's your point? My point... Uh, let, me, let me finish my statement before you interrupt me. My statement was... All of WWE is pretty much hot garbage. So let's close a show with a good match. Regardless of titles. But, in my opinion, my personal opinion, 
and it's actually an opinion of a longtime friend that I'm going to have on the show in a few weeks. And I'm sure he's going to have a lot to say about some of the shit you come out of your yeah, mouth. Yeah, you know what? I don't okay. care what he says. Uh, I'll yeah, call him yeah, out on yeah. this shit. I'm, gonna yeah. call, I'm actually going to call him the professor. Are you really? Yeah. Is yeah, he the he's professor? The professor. He's the oh, professor. All right. His name's Marty, but I'll, he's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's the professor. He's Marty McFly. Yeah. That's what he is. I'm sure he's not. <laughs> he's going to be the professor. And, uh. All right, Marty. Why? Why? Come school uh, me, bud. Okay. My, my, our long term thought is. Nobody should be winning a title like the U.S. title that's already been a world champion. So, well, you can make that claim for tons of guys. Oh, I'm not saying it, it exists. I'm not saying that exists because that's that's been squashed so long ago. But what I'm saying is a guy should go back and win a U.S. title after winning a world title. But he can actually fight for the title but not win it. Or have a match with the champion but not have a title on the line. See, chew on that one. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Um, I don't think it's wrong for a guy to go back and win a lesser title after being a world champion. So let me ask you a question. But but it has to make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like John Cena winning the U.S. title didn't make sense to me. He was the only one that actually did something with it. He had the open challenge. He actually made the U.S. title relevant. That brought guys in like Sami Zayn and Kevin. Okay, Owens. okay, no, you you make a fair point. You're right. So let me let me retract my statement. John Cena m- makes sense for the U.S. title. It makes sense, but wow, you really brought a good point up. You stumped me. <laughs> I stumped no, you, stu- you stumped me. I am no, always you, right. You, no, no, he's right, and I'll admit when he's right. I'll admit when he's right, he's right. John Cena made it made the U.S. title relevant, and, and he did do the open challenge. That's great, but it's John Cena. It's it's the guy is above the U.S. title. It doesn't mean. I mean, look at look at Finn Balor. Finn Balor was the Universal Champion, albeit for one day because of his injury. But a guy like Finn Balor, I think, brings credibility to the Intercontinental title. Now, I think the Intercontinental title has been. Relevant for a while now, but Finn Balor to me is like the ultimate intercontinental champion at this point in time. But see, the, there there can be structure to it. Finn Balor is a good intercontinental champion, but Finn ba- But the point is, when you're the intercontinental champion, you have to be the workhorse, and you have to be grooming to be the next world champion. So Finn Balor being the intercontinental champion should be grooming him to make another title run. It should it should have been the first title run, but he got injured. But what I'm saying is, like, after he wins the world title, he shouldn't go back and win the IC title. What I was going to say is, answer me this. You really think after all the the huge Austin 316 winning the world championship, he's going to go back to winning the IC title? Wow, man. Triple H did it. <laughs> You had to bring the that game, one The up. game did it. You had to bring that one Kane up. Kane did it. Kane never got a proper world title. Nah, he did. He was the, he was yeah, the, yeah, the but the, heavyweight title. Yeah, but that was after also. That was that after was the Intercontinental title run. See, we have a lot of shows we're going to do in the future. We sure do, buddy. Here's my thing also um, is that the the U.S. title for me – should be something like the Intercontinental title, you know? And for me, I feel like they just throw that title around like it's garbage, like it was the European title, sort of. You know what I mean? I don't think there's 
any credibility to the U.S. title. Hopefully, Ricochet can bring that back, and a little feud between him and AJ Styles would make would make the title relevant. I think putting the title online would have been a huge statement from the WWE, but it just didn't catch me, man. Like, like if it, I would have made sure I watched it if it was for the U.S. title. You know what I'm saying? Just because of the fact that 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 it was a non-title match, I was like, "This bullshit, man! I don't want to watch it." And now I missed the Undertaker returning out of nowhere because no one expected that at all. Uh, you know we'll, what I mean? We'll get into this. We'll get into this. I have something to say about that, but um, let let me let me finish. The, you know what? This the U.S. title, you were Ricochet winning it, uh, could have been a lot better if they had built up. Samoa Joe as the U.S. champion the proper way. Samoa Joe, I think, is just so underused. Um, he is. I, I, Especially I, the way they gave him the title back, like just he, having no, Mysterio relinquish it to he him. He should have been like a monster with that title. Like, mm-hmm. He is, he, I mean, he should be contending for the world championship and he should have a world championship run in the future. But Well, he did attack... Um, Kofi Kingston, didn't he? Right, yeah. But what I'm saying is that he should have been a, a great U.S. champion, defending it all the time, tapping out opponents, totally destroying his opponents, and when somebody like Ricochet comes around and actually takes him down, it's actually going to mean more. Right. Well, let's see what they do with Samoa Joe because now I, he's in a program with Kofi Kingston, and that might be your SummerSlam event. I mean, they, they closed he, off the they closed off the Dolph Ziggler thing, I think, for Extreme Rules. So I'm assuming Samoa Joe is going to be the next in line. So. Well, there you go. So Samoa Joe will be the next in line, and I, you know who else has something like 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 needs a lot of work? WWE's Everything. WWE's social media, like the tweet. That they put out for Samoa Joe attacking Kofi Kingston was why Joe why why Joe why I got three reasons right now a he's a heel and b Kofi's a face and c Kofi's the champion why Joe why why would you write that who the hell is running WWE's Twitter account why Joe why 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 did I attack Kofi Kingston hmm. Are you freaking kidding me? Uh, there's another tweet that you uh, you uh, responded to that you thought was kind of funny. What was that? In the uh, Jericho. Oh, yeah. So so uh, Chris, Chris Jericho was uh, – somebody had hit it, hit, tweeted something about, about the tug of war. And Chris Jericho retweeted it and said something about, yeah, real – like real – This is the best, best wrestling in the world. In the world. Yeah. Um, and while I always agree with Chris Jericho because I think he's a great mind for the business and I think he's just awesome. I just – I love Chris Jericho, man. I do. He he also does give the WWE its due when they, when they you know, deserve it, even now being an AEW wrestler. But, you know, there's always going to be some kind of hokey shit. Like, you know, I don't have ne- – I don't necessarily have a problem with the WWE doing the tug of war on Monday Night Raw. The problem that I have with was them doing it on Raw after a night where they had to tarp off 80% of the fucking stadium. 60%. 60-something percent of the stadium, uh, you know, and you're trying to attract viewers. And you, no one wants to watch Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley in a tug-of-war match. 
You said you didn't have a problem with it. It's a tug of war. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with the premise of it. Back then, they used to do Warrior Rick Rude pose-offs, Warrior Hercules pose-offs. They used to do tests of strength. They used to do arm wrestling. They used to do all this kind of stuff for the heel and the face to get in the ring together and and have a, a contest to see who's better at something. And it was a gimmick and it was fun and it was hokey. And they would have it on, you know, sometimes they'd have it on superstars. Sometimes they'd have it. Most of it was on house shows. Why are you doing it on Monday Night Raw the night after that disaster of a pay-per-view? Yeah, but the thing is, is I, I if you go back and listen to the first show, uh, Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley are just, nothing they're doing is even worth talking about anymore. I'm so over those two. Everything, they've fought so many times for no reason other than just to see who's tougher and it's just getting it nowhere, and it's just so stale and so overdone. So what would need? What, so what, what, what is this? What is the? What is? What is the big payoff of this? Oh, uh, that's what I was just gonna ask you. What should happen between those two superstars to make it a little more interesting? Do you think it needs to get edgier? Because because every week just coming down and and you know you know no, uh, body slamming in the other is is not like you know fun it's not attractive no, doing I a tug of exactly war is not how, i know exactly how they're going to make it better how they're going to fight a SummerSlam and a pink slip on a pole match oh jeez man <laughs> actually and then the, when they put when one of them pulls the pink slip down it's going to say both their names on it so both of them should be gone Wow, that's extreme. Yeah. I think. All right, let's get to the, your taker thing because I. Uh, by the way, I want to go back to when you said about uh, the tweet about Samoa Joe. Yeah. Even though I bashed on you about go including numbers and letters, I actually agree with you there. I actually like what you were saying. I just wanted to throw it. Oh uh, yeah, because like you know, it's it's like it's like you know, it's I get upset with things like, you know, I'm a Knicks fan, okay, so the Knicks. The Knicks post a tweet, Carmelo back in the Carmelo days. Carmelo Anthony, six, you know, forty something points, ten rebounds, six assists, and it's big. There's a big picture of him, you know, with the ball in his hand, and it's like, you know, a tweet promoting his performance. But underneath, the score says Knicks seventy eight, Hornets one ten. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like. Do me a favor. Don't post the stats or a picture of of the player. Just post the result. We lose. We lose by thirty. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want. I don't care how many points Carmelo Anthony scored. I don't care what someone did in a loss. It's like the Mets too. Jacob Degrom nine nine and a half. You know seven and a half innings. You know twelve strikeouts. You know two earned runs. Mets lose, you know, eleven to two. You know what I'm saying? Because because he he left the game and 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 they they came you know they came back because the bullpen screwed it up or something like that. Like like don't post stupid shit. WWE, why Joe? Why? What do you mean why? Because now you're you're making me believe that the next time I'm gonna watch, you know, Raw or SmackDown, 
because who knows what those guys will be on the next the next TV because the the stupid wild card thing. The next time I watch WWE programming, Samoa Joe is supposed to come out and explain why he did that to Kofi Kingston. And what he should do is grab the microphone and say, "Are you guys idiots or something? Why 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 do you why are you even asking why? I don't understand." Like he should just shoot, grab a microphone, and say, "Dude, who's running Twitter? What do you mean why? He's the champion. I want the title. That's why. He's a he, he's a face, and I'm a heel. That's why. Why are you asking why? That's so stupid." Well put. And rant. And what's next? Your Undertaker returning. Undertaker is... They really needed the Undertaker. I'm just going to throw it out there because I'm just so tired of waiting to say it. Well, they're going to really throw the Undertaker into this feud because they need something to spark up this feud. Because again, I'm going to say it again. This is so overdone and so shoved down our throats that it, the fans just hate it so much that WWE needs to throw an unexpected element into this feud where now they have to bring in a guy that just needs to retire i'm sorry just needs to retire i'm sorry you're gonna, you're gonna shut up you know you're gonna disagree. i know you're gonna scream it just let me have my moment here you're gonna throw the undertaker in this match and that makes no sense what because he had a little bit of a feud with shane mcmahon oh wonderful he also got beat at WrestleMania by Roman Reigns, who was going to be tag team partner with him at Extreme Rules. They only threw The Undertaker in there because they wanted to put something in there that the fans would actually draw to because this feud sucks. Did you notice they didn't throw Goldberg in there? <laughs> they didn't throw Goldberg in there, did they? I'm sorry. Man. I still laugh at that when he Listen. knocks himself out. <laughs> Listen, for me, The Undertaker coming into this feud is going to help The Undertaker's morale towards his retirement because he's got, you know, no one, lo- no one loves Roman Reigns. No one loves Drew McIntyre. Shane McMahon is a big heel and he's getting his push, whatever, um, which I don't know if I have a problem with that. What? A Shane McMahon push. Oh, my God. Hold on. I don't think I have a problem with that. I'm all right with that. Shane McMahon is legit for me, dude. I'm, I'm digging it. I tell Hold you on. What, Hold I tell on. You, no, I tell you what. Next podcast, we're going to have a pink slip on a pole match. Well. <laughs> One of us needs to go. All right. All right. We'll, do, I, we'll do that with your professor on it. Uh-huh. Listen, He'll be listen, the special guest Shane wrestling. McMahon. For me, for me, Shane McMahon. For me, Shane McMahon is actually the hottest thing besides, besides Bray Wyatt. In the WWE right now. And it's Shane McMahon. Shane freaking McMahon. Now, The Undertaker inserts himself into this because, like I said, he's not working with Goldberg. He's not working with guys that can't do it. He's working with guys that can do it. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think it's good. I think it's all good. I'm 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 into it. That's okay. Okay, I'm not. Um the Shane McMahon thing would work if he was more in power in the WWE. Yeah, like, no, like, I agree. Like his, I agree. Like his father, where you didn't have the whole McMahon family running the business that when they came out of Raw, was like, we know the ratings sucked and their fans hate us. And so, yeah, and I thought and, that no, that was yeah, going on. Yeah, it sucked too. But if, if, he, if he basically took over the Mr. McMahon role, it would be okay. But there is so much time dedicated to Shane McMahon 
it's just unbearable. It, he has dedicated so much time on both shows that all these guys that are kind of wasted don't get the time. Yeah, Anyways, but you know what? You, sometimes you got to go this, get your own whole, time. Man. This whole thing should either be Shane McMahon on a power trip running the the, the two shows, or in or uh, that's it. And, and I Drew, agree. And honestly, Drew McIntyre, I'd rather see. I mean, he's kind of shoved down our throats, so I'm kind of sick of him too. But at this point, Drew McIntyre, I'd rather see wrestle at SummerSlam, Seth Rollins. Well, you think he did, deserves a, a universal title push? Of course, I'd rather no. What I what I say is, I'd rather see him at a universal title push than and instead of him with Roman Reigns, exactly, and and Shane McMahon and all. Why that. Why do they stick Seth Rollins with Roman Reigns? He makes more sense than sticking the Undertaker on him. Oh, I know why. Because then they're gonna remember the Shield, and they can't talk about the they Shield. They can't talk about the Shield. Well, actually, they can talk about the Shield. They can They can talk about the Shield if they do. Dean Ambrose. Oh, excuse paid. me. John Moxley gets paid. Exactly. Yes, sir. So, well, so all this stuff that's on TV, what, what, was, uh, what did John Moxley say? Vince McMahon always says, I love this shit. Oh, yeah. I love this shit. That's some good shit. That's some good shit right yes. there. Anyways. All right. So. Well, whatever. The, the product sucks. What are you going to do, you know, all around? But we, we still watch it, so we can't really complain. You know what I mean? Yep. We're st- we're doing a podcast about it. We spent an hour on it. We didn't have to spend an hour on it. We, we spent an hour on it because now we have to talk about something else. Wait, what's this music for? I believe it means we're out of time. We're out of time? Yeah. What about the Chris Benoit tribute? I guess we'll have to do it on a special episode. A special episode? I mean, I... I, I are we out of time? Yeah. Yeah, we're out of time. Oh, we're out of time. All right, folks. Join us in a few days. We'll post the Chris Benoit tribute. The reason why we were originally here. I can't believe this, man. Too much time on the current product. I lost $20. What is this? Tommy took my 20 This is crap, man. I don't know. I don't know what else to say for the... Mouth of the South Hudson, Cross County Kid, Greg Casal. I'm Lockwood Rafa Rispo. Tommy Egan, you can go to hell. We're out of here. Straight to hell. <laughs>